Good afternoon, everyone out there in social media land. I am The Revolution, and you are watching FCN's The Sunday Edition. With me is Miss Trezene. Hey, y'all. And J. Cole is, it, is chilling over in the FCN lounge. <laughs> I like that. Chilling. You, you chilling? Chilling. Okay. <laughs> Trying. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard. Uh, as we all know, today is game one of the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, the Cavaliers are getting their asses handed to them <laughs> by uh, white supremacy, um, steadfast uh, Boston <laughs> Celtics. They honor all things non-white. But no, it'll white. be white. All things white. All things white. All things Caucasoid. Yeah, my brain goes all things non-white, so it's hard for me to. <laughs> you couldn't even. I couldn't. Absolutely. It's just my mind is all things non-white. So yeah. Uh, nevertheless, everyone, uh, we're gonna get right to it. This week, we are all aware that a very rapper, uh, artist, mm-hmm. social media. Uh, Firebrand. Yeah, I like Firebrand. That's good. If you would, I like Firebrand. Yeah. Uh, social media Firebrand. Mm-hmm. Azalea Banks went on to uh, the Breakfast Club for watching the interview. I could not tell why she was there. Yeah, I, I didn't either. I had no idea why Azalea Banks was Still at News Day. At the no, I, know, no. I think she might have been there to promote something. She was there. Song. To, uh, she had a song. That no one talked about in <laughs> fifty minutes. Right. Like they mentioned it, but yeah, it didn't she go anywhere. Trying to get it back she, there. She kept trying, and so um, <laughs> that. Listen, man, I, I'm really trying not to be hot takey and just speak out and just uh-huh. say certain things. I'll get to it. Okay. But that cock monkey DJ Envy um, wanted. To push the narrative, yes, and to have Azalea expound and expand mm-hmm. on her comments that she had on social media, yes. where she said, uh, "Do you have the comment? Do you, do yeah, you we, have? I think we have a picture of that. Do we not, uh, Tom? Yes. yes. All right. Let's take a look at that. Let's. Um, so Azalea Banks here is on. Uh, on the Breakfast Club. The Breakfast we don't Club. have comments from Azalea Banks unless you. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. So I, I thought these were her initial comments. Oh, these are Cardi's Cardi B's response. So on Instagram, oh yeah, there we go. Yeah. On Instagram, uh, Cardi B she she made these comments and then Cardi B came back and gave. But what, was what, was, what was the comments? What was the comments? Azalea's first. The one she did on the Breakfast Club. Yeah. Let's yeah, run that clip. We do have a clip of what she said. I mean, whatever, well, you know. Well, did you call Cardi B uh, illiterate, uh, what was it, untalented rat? I did. Why? Now, was this out of nowhere? Did she start? Out of nowhere, my dear. No, it's not out of nowhere. I think that. Oh, boy. You wanted this. No, I'm just Don't I, say, I, oh, boy. I'm asking, I'm just. I just think that, you know, and this is going to sound really deep. Mm-hmm. I think that. And this is this is gonna sound like a lot of ideas all at once, okay. right? A verbal stream of consciousness. We love this. Them. Is a verbal stream of consciousness. Yeah. So, when I look at Black women's culture as like a whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then you think about the 
the media and the power that the media has, like how the, the media had the power to get rid of me. The media has the power to make anyone like the forefront. You know, the, the, this, this, this is what we're trying to like grab black women's consciousness with right now, you know? And I just, I think that, I think that it's very concerning to me that this this conversation surrounding black women's culture like changes from I don't know because I, I feel like maybe two years ago the conversation surrounding black women's culture was really reaching an all-time high and we were really like discussing you know our power amongst ourselves and you know Beyonce came out with lemonade and like there was just this really, really, really intelligent conversation going on nationally. And then everything just kind of changed. And then it was like, RV, you know what I mean? You don't think it grew, though? What do you mean grew? Like, it grew. I think it, I think uh, people took what Beyonce was doing and it grew, like, in all aspects. Because, I mean, for every Cardi B, you got a SZA and you got... Uh, Issa Rae and you got uh, Ava DuVernay and you got Tiffany Haddish. And when you say right, Cardi B, right, you right. about her music and what she raps about? No, 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 not at all, not at all. I'm just talking about like this caricature, you get what I mean? This caricature mm -hmm. of a black woman. So she called it an unintelligent, mm -hmm. illiterate yes. rat. Illiterate rat. Yes. Um, and so that really set social media ablaze. Uh, envy, I do not, first and foremost, and I, let me start off saying this. Uh -huh. I do not think that that interview, the Breakfast Club interview, mm -hmm. went well at all. It was a mess. Yes, it was horrible. There was no skill. No direction. There was no direction. There was no journalism. No. Whatsoever mm -mm. in that interview. Mm -mm. It, it was, it was a very bad interview it was almost like a conversation by ambush i felt like she yeah. would be talking about one thing and then dj envy or charlamagne would just come in but okay did you say such and such, such like we weren't even talking about that it's almost like you're trying to spring on her mm -hmm. and if at least from what i've got from this video azealia she is not going to backpedal so you don't have to come at her like that like she's going to change what she said yeah <laughs> uh, so um she called it an illiterate rat. Yes. And that's where it starts. So mm -hmm. how do you want to start this conversation? Do you want to start it just on her initial comment? Do you want to start it where, where the backlash starts at? With people uh, coming for Azalea? Or, because this thing is, this is multifaceted. It is. It is not two-dimensional at all. This is four-dimensional. This conversation is definitely four dimensional. But let me say this. Okay. I would like to start where Azalea started at. Yes. She said a couple years ago, the conversation with black women uh -huh. was at an all-time high. Yes. Right? She said Beyonce released Lemonade. Mm -hmm. And it was an intelligent dialogue about black women yes. and who they are, mm -hmm. their representation, mm -hmm. not just artistry, mm -hmm. who black women are. Are. Right. We are talking that we obviously know that black women in any group of people are not a monolith. Right. But for whatever reason, black women, for for all intent and purposes, have to always let everyone know this at every turn that we're not a monolith. And it's like I don't know if people are making them that way, or do they feel that they're that way, or is it mm. um, historical context that that make you all uh, be placed into a catch-all. 
box of black womanhood. Mm. You know, to be honest, I don't know. I don't know where that comes from that we're not all the same because I think even historically there's mm -hmm. probably been maybe three or four stereotypes slash caricatures we will fall in and so even in the conversation of caricatures there wasn't just one so I don't know where the whole we're not monolith comes from I, I, I can't tell you what okay. you know you know what I mean yes yeah. so um, what, what ends up happening is right there I want to start there she's absolutely right Azalea. Azalea. Mm -hmm. She's right. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple years ago, for the last few years, mm -hmm. and I, I want to say, and let me be very clear here. Mm -hmm. I want to say it started before then. Okay. I want to say that it started like the the national attention and the public mainstream consciousness mm -hmm. examining black womanhood and what it means to be a black woman really became a talking point with our first lady, former first lady, Michelle Obama. Ah, okay. All right. All okay. Right. I can follow that. I can follow that. Okay. And how black women mm -hmm. galvanized around this gorgeous, brown-skinned, mother, educated, professional, mm -hmm. like, like she was everything. When you look at yeah. what it means to, to have it all, to have it all yeah. Michelle Obama was it. Yeah, that's very, okay? that's very true. That's very true. All right. Okay. All the way down to her features, mm -hmm. to her athletic form, right. her, you know, every right. single right. nuance and ounce <laughs> of who and what she is. All not the way as to her authenticity. All the all way, way from the south side of Chicago. <laughs> Mild sauce. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Everybody that's out there in the DMV, fuck your mambo sauce. Hey, Arsha. It's all about mild sauce. <laughs> okay, the sauce of all the sauces. It goes mild sauce, space bar, space bar, soy sauce. All right. So, <laughs> so Michelle. Right. Okay. Then you have Shonda Rhimes. Yes. Then you would have uh, Ava Anything? DuVernay. Yeah. Then you would have Beyonce Knowles, mm -hmm. where we're having this conversation. That's These right. women are ushering it in yes. mm -hmm. about okay. black womanhood. Okay. Right? All right. Now, let me ask you in this question now All before right. we continue. Okay. Are any of those women mm -hmm. not been championed by the majority of black women? Uh, they have. Individually and as a collective? Individually and as a collective, yes. Would you find those women that I've said to be some of the... a very diverse gathering of women that are very articulated, and would you call them intelligent? Beyonce, I mean, uh, Michelle, mm -hmm. Shonda, Ava. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, like, yeah. Okay, okay. So, when you then get into the mainstream, all right. and all of a sudden, like we, like like Azalea said, Beyonce's right now. The conversation has changed now. Right. She. The conversation is the, whole, the conversation yeah. has changed right. now. Uh -huh. Right. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, here comes Cardi B. Cardi B. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I find all facts. Do you find that like? Here's where I get a little thrown off by. We always talk about Donald Trump as a distraction, fake news, and right? Right. But here comes Cardi B, 
to distract from what Beyonce is talking about, from what Michelle has put forth. Right, because it is not in alignment with that conversation. So why, tell me more why you feel that it's not in alignment with that conversation. I'm curious. Well, you know... I, I don't think it's news here at the fifth column that I'm not a fan of Cardi B. Okay. Um, and I think the biggest thing for me was is that it was just completely unintelligent. What are you singing and talking about? Mm -hmm. I did feel like she was taking on blackness, and uh, at least from what I've seen and read, that she isn't black. Um, and it was actually displacing mm -hmm. what was happening. It's not as if there was a duality, if you will. So this conversation that has been going on with black women and this intelligent conversation is still happening. And this is also happening over here. I feel that she has come in and it has completely almost erased what was happening. Mm -hmm. And now we're here. And, and this has displaced it, just completely done so. So, eh. That's, that's how I feel about the Cardi B. And everyone's like, oh, you know, she's fun and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, at the same time, Beyonce was putting out fun music. Yeah. And then did Lemonade. And I'm not getting that from Cardi B at all. So I, I'm in agreement with Azalea that she surely changed the trajectory of what black women were talking about. It isn't that black women aren't still talking about it, but it is not at the forefront like it was when Michelle okay. and all them. It, it just isn't. Okay. So... What is there to drag from Azalea and just saying? And she was very clear. She didn't backpedal. She, she, did she said, I she did. did. I did. She said she, she did. did. And I could tell that even in the conversation, she was trying to measure what she was going to say because yes, she, she wasn't was very thoughtful about she, the words that came out of her mouth. She wasn't trying to hot take this at all. No, she wasn't. Okay. Not at all. J. Uh, you've been silent on this. Um, Based off of what you've heard, based off of what, um, kind of the way I'm trying to steer the conversation, mm -hmm. what are your thoughts as it stands right now, just where we are in the conversation? Um, well, I, I have to, first of all, I tend to agree with what Azalea has said up mm -hmm. to this point, um, like you said, where we are in the conversation, um, and that Cardi B changed... Uh, a, a large segment of conversation mm -hmm. um, and the interesting thing is though why did the conversation change uh, for for black women when Cardi B is not a black woman I mean if that's mm -hmm. if that's what a, a lot of people are talking about mm -hmm. how did she change the conversation for black women mm -hmm. okay. okay so now mm -hmm. Let's let's segue very quickly mm -hmm. into that. Mm -hmm. uh, there are a lot of people that that stand for her acknowledging her blackness. There are many examples that they say that they claim that they alleged that she has said that she's black. I have never heard it. I have never heard her identify as black. I haven't either. I've never heard her identify as black. Mm -hmm. um, what I have heard her identify as is a combination. Of the such of, of many other ethnicities, right? Um, and we all know, like I, I've gotten into it with many people about what it means to be Latino and Hispanic. Mm -hmm. That is actually not an ethnicity uh, whatsoever. Uh, most people are saying, uh, "I'm Trini, I'm Dominican, I'm Puerto Rican." I'm, you that is a nationality. If you go, if let's take Puerto Rico for example, you mm -hmm. go to Puerto Rico, mm -hmm. you will see that there are whites. That there are blacks, mm -hmm. that there are natives, mm -hmm. and that there are Asians. 
on that island. You go to the Caribbean as a whole, all those people exist. You go to Jamaica, right. all those people exist. Right. And it bothers me because people say, oh, I'm 100% this. Well, that's an island. Right. That is a nation. Like that's just and like that's me. what she claims. And she claims the Caribbean and the Dominican. She claims. Yeah. Well, that's and that's a very New York thing to do. That's a very to to identify yourself because that's New York. New York is very um, nationalistic yes. when it mm -hmm. comes to mm -hmm. where you're from. The Irish, the German, mm -hmm. the Italians. That you know everyone. You know, banded together with their okay. uh, not ethnicities but their national prides. Okay. So once you do that, now what are you? Okay, that's that's where you come from. <laughs> right. Uh huh. Now, what is you? <laughs> What's your people is? <laughs> people don't look black. And and so <laughs> and so she really wholly doesn't identify. Right. And there are a bunch of people who want to claim her. They want yes to you know bring her to the fold. Right. So moving on. Mm -hmm. Where do we go from that part of the conversation? Here's in where I am. And, and I am where, in America, if you can find someone who is not black to do the black things you like, mm -hmm. they get to be put on the pedestal. Mm -hmm. You get the gold star, you get the gold medal, and we are going to push, push, push you. Regardless of your real level of talent and regardless of whether there's someone black out there whose talent supersedes or exceeds yours. Mm -hmm. And so I do feel that that is what's happening with Cardi B. And I, I truly feel that is exactly where Azalea Banks is coming from. I don't really think she was coming from just her own personal experience as an artist and yeah. being compared versus diverse with yeah. Cardi. I think she was speaking for all of the women, in black, dark skin women in hip hop. And we're saying there are women out here spitting bars there are women out yeah. here grinding doing concerts and yada yada again here comes this chick out of nowhere to come and do what we're doing and she's allowed to be this caricature of what people think black womanhood is and she's like i can't stand for that and i, I listen i'm gonna be honest i didn't know nothing about no azealia banks i've never listened to a piece of music yeah, i've never i've never, I've never song she i've never listened to a song i've never followed any of her other controversial statements and yeah. all that stuff that i mute on twitter because y'all can have all that bs conversation to fill yeah. up your day i got a plate full of y'all y'all can deal with yeah. that this was the first time i ever sat down to listen to her speak and i'm sorry y'all i I felt like she was spitting all facts. And to be quite honest, I am Team Azalea because at the end of the day, she don't give a fudge about y'all's narratives on Twitter. She says what she believes. And not only does she say what she believes and not backpedal, she actually has supporting evidence and reasoning for why she believes what she believes. And if she believes that she is wrong after the fact, she yeah. said so. She even said that in the interview with regard to Trump. Like, yeah, I thought these things, you know. And, right. You know. And, and it's very funny because how many people have pointed out that hip hop has been very strong supporters of Trump? Yes. Prior to him becoming president of the United States of America, or even mm -hmm. prior, I don't know when the the, the paradigm shift happened. Mm -hmm. Once he, you know, announced his presidency, presidency uh, candidate uh, candidacy, mm -hmm. where he said, you know, uh, Latinos, Mexican, no, excuse me, Mexicans right. are rapists and mm -hmm. murderers, and mm -hmm. you know, like, did everyone go, whoa? <laughs> I'm not cool with that. Did we do it then, or did we do it when he continued? So I don't know that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So so here's the thing, right? Mm -hmm. uh, everyone, there was a backlash on um, social media about what she said, yeah. and some people were against it. Some people w weren't. Here here's here's something that I find to be interesting is that Cardi B, uh -huh. Cardi B then made a statement. Yes, she did. Um, 
You, do we have that for the screen? Yes. Okay. So it says, I reread this a couple of times for the Aquila and the bees out there. So I didn't like that line. So <laughs> yeah. So um, so somebody tweeted. So she's got beef with uh, Kiki Palmer. With Kiki Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a woman who consistently finds joy in belittling black women. Beyonce, Rihanna, Sky Jackson, Remy Ma. Uh, can't try and stand for them because it's convenient. Mm? The difference between me and you, I've never pretended to be or represent someone I am not. Uh, I've made it where I am for being myself and staying true to that. I'm not trying to represent nobody but myself. You're busy trying to be a voice of reason and representation, representative for women of color when you can't even reason with yourself. You can't understand where your insecurities come from and why you're not happy in your own skin okay so she goes on uh, do you want to speak on something that she says if you don't know the meaning of the little means i know how to read and write i can do both and speak two languages fluently just because i mix a few words up forget to use commas or misspell a few words doesn't make me illiterate doesn't make me stupid and because i laugh a little louder or talk a little louder doesn't make me a caricature you think you're advocating for women, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so uh, I, I want to say this. I want to say this. She did not write that. Cardi B did, did not write that. The first thing I thought when I read that was that, oh, she didn't write this. Cardi B did not I write that. I know who wrote it. Who wrote the, it? Her publicist. Because her publicist made another statement later, and it had these same terrible typos in it, just as this does. Dear publicist, your has an apostrophe re okay she got so many misspelled there's there's so much it's the publicist because the publicist actually it was a more mean statement saying y'all are some idiots y'all black bitches like the publicist was saying that the publicist wrote this okay not, and, not cardi here's what's funny to me a daughter to a hispanic father and a caribbean mother mm -hmm. again these are areas that, that means nothing if you you are you are steadily pushing yourself away from blackness mm -hmm. Here's your moment to say, bitch, I'm black. And, and you could end it, but, and you're so, but you're not. You're not. You're not. Okay, so <laughs> here's the thing. This is something that I want to say about this, and I kind of think we should move on. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Okay. Azalea said nobody else could get away with it. She said Nikki right. nor myself could get away with this. Yes, that's what she said. If we were to speak the way she does, we wouldn't get away with it. And I think what people are missing the character comes in when you go on national television going yes that's right okay yes. that's yes that's a caricature yes it is because it's like they're laughing at you they're yes. not laughing with they you they're not yes they are because not. you are a sideshow and nikki when you are of a certain melanation you cannot okay. behave like that and and it's it's certain people are allowed to be authentic. So this is all code switch. Mm -hmm. Okay, Let, let's be very clear here, okay? Mm -hmm. You and I both know mm -hmm. because of the heat of our skin, we were told we have to work twice and three times as hard. To just and be on a level playing field? Actually. Just to be on a level playing field. So let me ask you this question. Yeah. Would you have become top at your class on any level if you were behaving as your authentic Absolutely self? Absolutely not. 
Absolutely not. Do you have the the benefit of doubt? Would you be getting? Would you I have am, received the benefit of doubt? No, I'm dead certain. Now, okay. I can recall a moment in okay. high school where a favorite teacher who was darker than me uh, pulled me to the side and said, uh, "You don't get to do X, Y, and Z." It had to do with something that I had on. It was eccentric. I think I even tried to put a little nose ring right here. Mm-hmm. You know, just trying. Uh, you don't get to do that. Well, like what? But my friend over here, yeah, yeah. But she, yeah, she. <laughs> you don't. No, you don't. You don't get to. <laughs> you just don't. You have to act a certain way. All respectable ability politics, absolutely. Okay, and so when do we? You have something. I have something to add Please. to that because it, what people forget, or when they, because they push someone like Cardi B, because it's like, okay, this person is showing that you don't have to be this certain way. You don't have to fall into those, you know, social guidelines or respectability politics, whatever, in order to succeed. But what you're not realizing is there's a specific reason why Cardi B is succeeding with that, but you won't. And it's because of the darkness of your skin. And her straight hair and all of those things. All all the least black, if you will. So if you're telling me that we would... What would we say if a if a person of a Nicki Minaj's shade mm-hmm. was behaving the way Cardi B does? What what one word do you think people would start to label her after a while? Anybody? Uh, ah, you coon, coon, coon. You cooning? They would yeah. say it. You're cooning. And no, mm-hmm. I've yet to hear someone apply that word to Cardi. Oh no, nobody. It's oh, she's cute. She's being her like. Uh, this is a very this goes a lot further than just Cardi B and Isaiah Banks because I want to tell you this mm-hmm. hip hop does this all the time mm-hmm. hip hop has a and and black folks do not wake up to this I remember watching this when I was a child right mm-hmm. I'm, I'm listening to Poor Righteous Teacher mm-hmm. I'm listening to X-Clan mm-hmm. I'm listening to Public Enemy I'm listening to there's so many great artists, leaders in the new school, so many great artists, right? And then they push NWA. Right. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. They push the guys that's telling you, get high, yep. drink marijuana, right. get a gun, mm-hmm. sell crap. Yeah. And you just said drink marijuana, I left at it. Oh, I said drink marijuana? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Nobody does it. No, well, you can't drink. You can drink TNT. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Old man Raymond. <laughs> you damn kids out there shooting up crack cocaine and drinking and marijuana. Drinking that marijuana. <laughs> Is that what you out there doing? You goddamn hippie. <laughs> Nothing's gonna come to you, hippie, you old man freak. Oh, uh, but, and, and then what happened? Mm-hmm. Those movement, that movement of conscious rap was, it's always this small. Yeah. And then gangster rap. Right. Right, that's the one that everyone wanted to to emulate and to uh, glorify. And guess what? A generation of my friends went to juvie, went to jail. It's dead, mm. um, low educated. You know, re- regardless of what you say, like let's not let's not play any games here. The kids that I grew up with, there were two children in my neighborhood that were my brother's age. So if I was sixteen, they were twelve. They had murdered people. Yikes. That's so crazy. They were two of the scariest drug dealers in the area. And they were 12 and 13 years old. That's crazy. And this is the this is the this is a very real statement. I knew kids that, you know, so cracking and we can all pretend 
that it wasn't is there situations and that's all bullshit because I knew these kids. They came from good families. They came from, but you know what they glorified? They glorified the music. Yeah. And they wanted to imitate the art. Right. And they believed it. Right. And so they believed it. That's the key. And so they bought into it. And and my music got pushed down. Mm -hmm. Then it happened again. Look look what happened with Kanye comes out. You know, Mm -hmm. then Kanye's and you get Lupe's and you get Wale's. Mm -hmm. Right? You get all these guys. You think, oh, shoot. You know, then you eventually get to Kendrick's and the J. Coast. But then what do you get more of? Migos. Migos, yeah. Migos and Lil Uzi Verts mm-hmm. and uh, Kodak Blacks, and you get th- those are guys that they push it. And sure, you can always argue me and say, but Kendrick Lamar got an award and he gets yeah, yeah, yeah that's one guy and J Cole, okay. Mm-hmm. But they're pushing twenty other guys, right, right. They're a hell of fucking ignorant, right. And I feel like what Azalea is saying. Is exactly Isaiah's twenty six years old. Mm-hmm. We're we're twenty. No, we're not twenty years apart. I'm like, God dang it, you should have a bitch. But uh, you know, so it's not like she's an old chick. That she right. she's speaking from a right. very legitimate, very right. real place. Right. Um, and I think that we always fall for the okie doke. We always that. fall for fun. We always fall for gangsterism. We always fall for thugger. Buggery, mm-hmm. which we're gonna talk about in our next segment here. Yeah. Uh, but let me see, we have a bunch of comments. Do we? You, yeah, uh, yeah, you can't. Thank you, Cormier. You can't that? drink marijuana. <laughs> I told y'all, you can drink marijuana. Oh my God. Okay, uh, let's see here. Listen, this is super fan Tanisha D. Women put. Listen, I'm not a fan of Cardi, however, I can't stand Azalea Banks. And she does not care about the black woman. Yeah, I agree. I, wait, Azalea doesn't? No, I thought she said Cardi doesn't care about black women. She said, and she does not care about oh, the black woman. I think Whoa. she said Azalea doesn't. Uh, Desmond. Hey, what's going on, Desmond? I think the post-Michelle Obama effect has been reset somewhat. Ooh, I would love to hear more about that. Uh, Ray speaks truth on the Michelle effect. Uh, Tanisha says, of course she was... Uh, taking on blackness is profitable for people who are not black. Yes. Uh, we've talked about that before yeah. with uh, her her uh, buddy. Uh, my Bruno. Bruno Mars, yeah. Uh, she is black adjacent. Oh! Who said that? Uh, 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 Desmond. Oh, black Desmond, adjacent. no! Any person with melanated skin is black. Ye- yes, we know that, Corian. But however do you identify? Because there are people who just... Listen, okay, if that's the case... Rachel Dolezal should be okay because we're talking about identification here. Because uh, you can be whatever. Listen, Indians and Pakistanis <laughs> are more melanated than everybody in this world. Everybody. And they're like, I am not like. Uh, oh. Like, I am Asian. I am anything else but, but black. But black. I'm not identified. Okay. Uh, Selena White, super fan, says Azalea should refrain from throwing stones when her house is clearly made of glass. Azalea has popped off on several female artists, African Americans, speaking negatively in regards to their talent. All I have to say is Azalea who? Ah. Ah, wow. uh, cool. Our nationalities what they claim, but they ass is still black. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Uh, Tanisha, exactly. Celia White. Uh, she does not need to speak about being a character when she is one herself. Mm. I, I, 
I can I can understand where she's coming mm. from with that. She mm. she has a lot of uh, antics that goes on. Uh, I commend Cardi B to Selena for making it as far as she has with Ghost Riders. Uh, is she <laughs> right. the brightest? No. However, I appreciate her realness and hope she continues to grow and get with the right leadership. She will not. Uh, she will remain there. <laughs> she will remain there. Not she growing. she will not grow. Uh, she will be a flea. In yeah. a glass jar, yeah. she's gonna go as high as that glass jar. Um, she doesn't have much more to offer us. Yeah. Uh, any other comments and thoughts on this situation, Jayco? No, actually, I, I, you guys have articulated anything that I wanted to say. I don't have any additional thoughts on this particular subject. No thoughts, okay, Jay? No, you know, I, I'm I'm going to continue to give a thumbs up to Azalea just because I did like what I heard in the yeah. interview. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I want people to understand that, you know, you can you can still spit real facts and just because someone may have pissed you off before doesn't mean they can't speak truth later. And I kinda get the sense that that's what's happened is that you haven't liked something Azalea has said or done in the past and so you're just disregarding everything that she's saying and she may be coming from one of your faves. It doesn't make what she said not factual at all and, and I just really hope people just look a little deeper to see what she's saying and maybe you'll be more aware mm -hmm. when people keep sticking distractions in front of you to get you off course and, and as a black person in America right now everybody should have eyes wide open looking for places where we are continuing to be er trying to be erased from this country and from this planet and I just see this as if nothing else just a sign of, of that happening Okay, so uh, let's move on. You want to intro the next uh, topic here? Oh, yeah, sure. So, everybody, you've all heard of Donald Glover. He is the creator of the wonderful show Atlanta that just finished its second season. And he dropped This Is America, his new single, uh, last week, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, he did that on the evening or the morning when he hosted SNL. Um, yes. I don't know if you yeah. guys haven't seen that. It was hilarious. I have not laughed at an SNL episode like that. The uh, Dave Chappelle one um, was funnier. You thought it was funnier? The Dave Chappelle I have to one. go back and watch it. Um, and I, I think yeah, it could also definitely. be that I've never seen a host be in almost every single skit before either. But, you know, my SNL history watching is much limited uh, in comparison to the two gentlemen who share the set with me today. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so he did that. And then um, in his wokeness in the This Is America uh, video, uh, it had everybody talking and doing their think pieces. Uh, about it um everyone was like yeah but did you know his girlfriend's significant other isn't even black yeah y'all know what happens on black twitter when yeah. you find out that your fave in blackness doesn't have a black spouse and the ish just exploded uh on twitter and so i think i can't remember if it was him it wasn't him who came out and said, you know, I was a nerd as a kid and, you know, black women weren't really checking for me yeah, as a nerd yes. and my weirdness. So, you know, I go, basically I go where the love is being given to me, right? And again, black Twitter exploded again. So either for his comments saying, yeah, I identify with your comments, Donald. I was weird and no, you know, I wanted this girl. She didn't like me and she rejected me. So F black women. And then there were a lot of black nerds going, what? Like, I've been a nerd my whole life. I ain't never had no problems getting nobody. So yeah, we are here to talk about nerd on nerd love here. Uh, is it fact or fiction that you can't find love as a black nerd uh, in the, in the uh, black community? Uh, Donald seems to think so, though. No, this is not about nerd on nerd love. This is not. This is 
this is anti-blackness. This is, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. it, it's, I don't even think it's anti-blackness. You know, I, I want to start out with this, right? Uh-huh. Uh, I've, you know, the black community, when you grow up in the inner city, when you go to a predominantly black school, when you live in a predominant black neighborhood, mm-hmm. uh, black and Latino neighborhood, uh, those foods can be real hard. Like, you so, like, <laughs> listen, they going to come for everything about you. If you don't have yeah. the latest gear, you're getting clowned. And then you mm-hmm. push a lot of people. And again, here go these guys. And this is why I said it comes back around it. You push those guys back. Man, I need the gear. I need this. Man, the only way I can get it, mm-hmm. I got to sell crap. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I got to sell drugs. Because mm-hmm. drugs is it. Everybody right. like drugs. And, you right. know, that's the fastest way right. for me to go from, you know, uh, ashy to classy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm serious, man. That's some that's some guys. And I, a lot of guys in my school went and got jobs. They was working at KFC. They was working at... Uh, pay less, you know, to get mm-hmm. their gear up mm-hmm. because people believed if I have the clothes, if I have the materialism, then I can start moving in certain spaces and certain people yeah. will see me right. like I'm an avatar, you know, like, I see you <laughs> and then that translates to I will date you ah. and it doesn't, okay? Because mm-hmm. the real problem here is mm-hmm. is that um, everyone ain't gonna like you. Right, it's for sure and certain. Everyone's not gonna like you. You, mm-hmm. you know, I don't care how nice of a guy you are. I don't care what you have, what you don't. I knew guys that parents had money. It was a, it was a dude that was in my class. Uh, he was about five five, right? Five 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 six. Mm-hmm. His daddy had money. He had a truck. He had us. He didn't get one chick. He wasn't pulling hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. Am I making this up? Do you know who I'm talking I, about? I'm, I'm not placing. He was he was in our class and he was a theater major. I'll just say that. And was and had a truck. Okay, I'll think about that. Man, you are so goofy. Five, like five though. I'm not five, 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 six back then. In our class, are you being serious right now? Five, oh, five, I got it. I got okay. It. A guy five five in high school? Yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah. Man, in high school, fourteen yeah. through seventeen. No, I got okay. it. Right. Yeah. And I'm talking, they had money and everything, and no chick, so the money didn't mean anything, right? And he he actually had some swag to him. Uh, Mm -hmm. He had swag to him. Wasn't awkward, was it? No, he wasn't awkward. He had some swag to him. I wouldn't say he was, like, handsome or anything. He was average. He was an average little dude. You know what I mean? But Uh wasn't nobody checking for him. All right. Okay? Okay. Then you had dudes that was six. Three in our class, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They were basketball players. They were they were really popular, mm-hmm. right? But they were really dark skinned mm-hmm. and they didn't they didn't put together a, a bunch of good features to be, uh, you know, classically handsome. So, <laughs> you know, uh, they didn't get okay. They didn't get the, the chicks that people thought that that they All should, right. you All know, right. because you just didn't, right? All right. So typically, we get to this place. Where that's not an issue, right? Where you have to be what? In the black community, they're typically looking for the Abbey Shore types. They are typically looking for the dudes that are about between six feet, six two, right there. Light skin, light brown, right there. With classically good looks with hope and some swag. It's onto it, right? Yeah. Uh, and if you have money with that, then you in. You yeah. you got it all. You yeah. can have a couple dollars. Yes. 
We don't have the perception of money mm-hmm. and you in. Mm-hmm. You know, I had some fat dudes in my neighborhood that got on because they, they had money, mm-hmm. they had swag, they had gear. Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't bad looking, so they got on. You know what I mean? So this isn't a, okay. a catch-all, but what I'm saying is is that that stereotypically, those guys aren't getting looked at by the popular chicks. The girls that's in the mainstream, right? Girls or guys. This this goes, this both, goes ways. both ways. This goes both ways. It goes both ways. Right? Yes. So what the real problem is is that if you this awkward, funny looking, dusty motherfucker, you ain't got nothing, mm-hmm. and you want somebody to see you for who you are, mm-hmm. and the pro- popular person, you know, mm-hmm. has it, and they're like, nah, we're not in the same realm. Right. Oh, I don't like black people. They don't like me. Right. 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 This is, these are the guys. These are the girls. Yes, right. That is how it goes. Now let me ask you this question. Yep. Where are those people at going to where they belong? I hate to say this, but why aren't you trying to talk to other nerds that look like you? Mm-hmm. Why, why aren't you? Everybody's always trying to to go up. Oh. Everybody's trying oh. to go up. Can't never be here. We always. We don't want to do that. Always trying to up one go up the ladder the social ladder in some way like trying to marry date up everybody tries to do it mm-hmm. and so when, when <laughs> someone says nah it's not happening why do you take that as a greater rejection of the whole group of people and then you start telling this fucking lie mm-hmm. that black women go like no nines and tens did not like you. You are a four. You are a four and a quarter. And a quarter. You are four point two five. Even as a six, man, you still like. Yeah, I don't know why people just can't find their just find their match where you are. Intellect, looks, uh, skills, like just go there. But no, everybody wants to try to climb up the social ladder by whomever they by choosing someone above them, and that, that's. It's leading you all to unhappiness and misery. <laughs> I just I, I hate this narrative so much because I mean pretty much I'm on the outside looking in, right? But wh- I grew up. I was one of three white people. My whole school, the I mean the whole city was literally ninety percent black. Like that is all there was there, and so I saw lots and lots and lots of black people and lots of relationships. And they were all in black and black relationships with each other. Like it was black people with other black people. So this narrative that is coming from a minority of people pisses me off so bad because it's like y'all are being really loud, but you're the vast minority. You are not the common thread throughout this country. Mm-hmm. I think we had a conversation uh, maybe last week or so where we talked about the percentage of people who do day outside. And it is such a small percentage, you know, and a lot of people do meet, you know, their their love of their life or their spouse at work. You know what I mean? So yeah. if you have a type of job that is kind of... Um, rare (laughs) so let's say you play ball or something you know what i mean you're going to have different circles just by the nature of circumstances and i think it does increase the chances that you probably will pair with someone who is not black you know especially if you weren't with someone prior prior to but you know everybody should just be here but like i said we're always trying to get somebody else always trying to get somebody else so this led me to uh 
a blog mm -hmm. by a gentleman, a very intelligent, very well written uh -huh. uh, black man by the name of Old underscore man underscore gray g-r-a-y on twitter mm -hmm. um and he had this blog post that was amazing i'm gonna skip around through it okay uh he starts out women aren't checking for nerdy black men man that sounds super familiar it brought me back to another conversation again from a specific subset of black men saying that black women aren't interested in nice guys either hmm mm -hmm. this narrative is interesting to say the least one hand, you've got legitimate reasons to feel this way based on experience. Maybe your past uh, notes in middle school didn't get passed back. Or the popular girl in your English class rejected your prom proposal. Yes, being awkward or different isn't easy while growing up black. But there's an important lesson in rejection. This is where you find out that you are not entitled to anyone's time, right. even in heartbreak. It's important to remember that you are feeling, the way you're feeling after rejection is based on your own projections mm -hmm. and narratives you put on that person. It absolutely sucks, but it's true. You can uh, plan a pretty picnic but you can't predict the weather she didn't have to like you just because you were nice she didn't have to like you because you were smart she has to choose to like you this all works vice versa too you guys i just put the the, the blog post in the descriptions you please go and read it because he nailed this he hit it out the park and so the thing that bothers me is is that nobody wants who wants you Right. You know, I know people, I know black men that have said this and said, well, I'm going to go date this because you're, 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 let me excuse the language, but you are, you are full of shit. Mm -hmm. You are full of shit. Mm -hmm. Okay. I typically have always said I was about a six, six and a half. I was like, mm, I'm about a six, six and a half. Mm -hmm. That's how I always felt about myself. I always felt that I was a six and a six and a half. Other people are going to, other people are going to say I'm much higher. Mm -hmm. There are going to be people who say I'm much lower. Right. So, Based on that, I've had I've had fine girls <laughs> tell me I'm at eight nine, and I've had puggies tell me I'm a one two. Yep. <laughs> oh God. No, I'm serious. I've had fine women tell me I'm eight nine. I've had puggies tell me I'm a one two. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you do that, I'm like, I'm about a, I'm a uh, every man six. Okay. Right. I'm right. I mean, every man every six. Every man six. I'm mean, every man six. Right. <laughs> And so, with that being said, I always looked in the mirror and said, all right, who am I? Mm -hmm. I don't think that I deserve or I'm entitled to date the, the, the prom queen or the cheerleader. Mm -hmm. Oh, you like me? Oh, you, you wear Lord of the Rings and you're into your schoolwork and you went to... Yeah, me and you should talk. Mm -hmm. I've always opened myself up. Mm -hmm. And I've never had a problem dating black women. It's a bunch of bullshit. I know people that did not want to date people because they weren't fine enough. Did you look in the mirror and look at yourself? Because if you looked at yourself, who the fuck do you think you are? Oh boy. No, 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 I'm being dancing. Who do you think? How do you think? How do you not know that you a smooth five? But you expect eight nines and tens. How does that work? I watch this happen on Twitter all the time, and I'm yeah. watching. Sorry, women, I don't, I don't buy into that look shaming crap. So I'm seeing women who are clearly under a five, 
who believe that their degrees and their jobs and their salaries and their ambition bump that number up in terms of just looks like I don't know what kind of um I don't know give me some weird magical word I don't know how that all works like it's one thing to say what you are as a package it's another thing where okay. I'm like you think that these things can bump you up to get someone who's an eight nine in terms of just looks and fine I, I don't know how that works but I, I am seeing that and I'm like ladies this could explain why you are alone it could explain why you are really gung-ho about the I'm gonna find me a white man or I'm gonna find me an Asian man or, or go to the other populations who are suffering just as much as we are right because you're taking these things that you've gotten and you think that it magically changes how good you look and you know it's <laughs> all so superficial <laughs> and ridiculous very- I find that people who don't work out but want somebody else to have an amazing body yeah. listen it doesn't work, <laughs> it doesn't work like that like, I say I avoid people who uh, got super nice bodies because I don't want you forcing me to go to no damn gym. Like just enough, just enough. I don't need you. Be, I'm not, you're not dragging me to no gym. I'm not going. <laughs> what? Why are you making that face? That's funny. <laughs> I think that's funny. <laughs> like uh, that's hilarious. No, Jacob, <laughs> what do you have to say for this? Yeah, I um, I feel like it's it's very funny that people have these. And this is, and we talking about the black community, right? Yeah. And the black community, what's the first thing that they attack us about? Us being my kind. <laughs> my kind? Yes, white people. That was funny. Privilege. Yes. Right? Yes. Privilege, entitlement. Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm. But you're coming from a very entitled space when you Ooh. think Ooh. you deserve Ooh. a certain kind of person. You you don't deserve anyone. You deserve what you give out in the world, and you deserve to be treated like a human being. Absolutely, but you don't deserve a a dime. Nobody does. Not even another dime. Wow. You don't deserve it. You deserve someone who who treats you well, like a human being who's good to you. That's what we all deserve. After that, you don't deserve nothing. Mm. Get with. As Ray will say, get with with the people who you share commonalities with, who you like, who you love. And I don't even have a problem. Listen, I do not have a problem with people saying black people should date other black people. I'm not going against that. Mm-hmm. Because in, in general, I feel like that there's not a problem with that. Yeah. With that thought at all. I, I love black women, but if all black women told me, no, I'd rather date a black man, I would not be mad at that. I can't be mad at that. Mm. I will have to readjust my preferences eventually. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> eventually. But I wouldn't be I'm, I'm never mad at a woman who tells me I don't date a white guy. Okay. That that's absolutely understandable. Keep yeah. that up. He's a keep he that up. Seriously, dude, yeah. find you a good black man. We're yeah. out there. Oh, yeah, it's a it's a game of the out there. We're out here. Uh so someone on Twitter said, let's be honest, black women are not attracted to the weird black guy. If you're different in any way, you're gay or weird. So people need to stop acting surprised when they are with an opposite race because true enough, we wouldn't be attracted to them until they're famous. Dating outside of your race doesn't make you less woke. And that's where it does, you, you get into this weird space, right? And we've already uh, addressed the, the, the myth of nobody liking you, right. Right? right? Now let's talk about wokeness. Right. Yes, please. Right. And let me say this. 
let me say this. I do I do challenge. I'm throwing a flag on the field. Okay. If you are seeking to be with someone else right. other than someone that looks just like you, right. Right. you have signed up for an entire different wave mm-hmm. of thinking. So you're not going to tell me I, I'm super black. I'm so black and all I think about is black issues and black but I don't want a black right. partner. Right. That don't make sense. Somebody somebody wrote one of you really smart mm-hmm. articulate uh graduates of some advanced uh sociology degree, please explain this to me because I don't get it no matter what type of Pavel's dog whistle law that you come to me with. Pavel's dog whistle. I don't <laughs> I don't care. My degree is in candle making, so <laughs> I it don't even matter to me. But I need to understand how you believe I'm hunting for white men, white women, anybody non-black, mm-hmm. but I'm woke. Yeah, explain I, I, that to I me. A, I struggle with it uh, because I, I truly believe you know you can date whomever you want, right? You you can love whomever you want. Your heart loves what it loves. But I still believe that choosing your your lifelong partner, your whomever, marriage or not, your lifelong partner, it's still a political decision. Oh. Um, I, I feel that that decision is never one that's made just from the heart, and it can't be. Ooh. Um, and so, and I know some people will probably be like, "What? Like, why would you say? Why would you say that?" And I'm like, "Well, you can't tell me you're all about the black community, and then you choose a non-black spouse." And I feel like that goes both ways, both for black women and for black men, right? So it's like, (laughs) people, please don't drag me. Uh, But you know, like I I see a lot of black women talk about, you know, uh, choosing, you know, other. And sometimes I wonder if they're doing that because choosing a black man brings the oppressed black men issues into your home. And so you're choosing not to deal with those issues. And so either date a woman because Sorry, ladies, but black women are able to get certain opportunities, particularly in the professional realm. So you're going to get two incomes coming into your house where there won't be the wage gap between a black man and a black woman in your house. Or go get a white spouse because now you're bringing that privilege into your house from an economic like position. You're bringing in white people get all kinds of opportunities regardless of the actual degree of how great it is. You get to get all that privilege into your household. You know what I mean? And then for some people who want lighter skin children with a different type of hair, you that into your we go with that So one. I can't I can't see how you can be pro black and make the very political, economic, whatever decision to bring a non-black spouse into your home. So for me, when I do find out that someone who is super woke and putting out a lot of content and a lot of art out that is pro-black, but I find out that in your home, you've got a white spouse, you get a question mark for me because now there is no way I can't tell, are you doing this for artistry and this, or you really mean it or is it aesthetic? I can't tell. Not allowed to have allies. What, what does allies have to do with choosing spouses? So if we're allowed to have allies, why does that change the narrative when you're dating them? If you can be friends with them, you can be friends with them, but you can't date them. Listen to listen to what you're okay. Listen to what you're saying. Like that's just like saying, 
I can't think of a quick knee jerk analogy, right? Mm -hmm. But let's just look at what you're saying, right? An ally, are you taking it home with you? Are you taking that alliance home with you? Or is it or is the alliance happening on the battlefield? Like you go out into the battlefield and this person is watching your back in the battlefield, right? They're watching your six, they're watching your twelve in the battlefield, right? When the war is over, where are you going? Why are you taking this ally with you? The war is over. So you're taking them back to your neighborhood. You're transplanting. You know what, man? You've been so cool. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you for being a good, upstanding person during the war. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm going to do? Mm. I'm going to bring you back to my neighborhood. I'm going to let you come in. I'm going to let you set up shop. I'm going to let you choose whatever you like. Mm -hmm. And, to, you, you know, let me tell you something. If I'm a store owner mm -hmm. and I was in wartime with them and it's my buddy and I got a Hey, man, you know, like, hey, if you're ever in town, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. look me up. <laughs> my ally, hey, if you ever in town, look me up. Dinner on me. Mm -hmm. But I think that, like, this is the same mentality that a lot of people have at work where they think that they have to make friends with everybody at work. Right. And they have to go to each other's houses, they got to go to bars and get drunk. Mm -hmm. They got to, it's like, nah, my nigga, I work with you. Mm -hmm. Hey. I got enough friends on the outside. I don't need no new friends. I'm Drake out here. No new friends. No, 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 no. Because it gets messy, man. What happens That's is right. it gets messy now. That's right. That's right. So what happens when something trumps that? And I want to say this about people who date and marry. So let me ask, let me ask everybody this question. Because I did it one day on my Facebook, and I thought it was all bullshit. I thought it was bullshit. Okay. And I say, I say, so um, people that's married to now what? So how do you do when something happens? Like in in, uh, okay. in the eye, what do you say? And people are like, oh, I just say the truth, and I I just uh, they understand. I was like, shut the fuck up, you're a liar. Because let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. If I go home every day, I'm married to a white woman, and I go home every day, and I'm like, I'm I'm saying hypothetically, they're like, yeah, I was what? About to be like what? what? You married to a white woman? This changes the whole. <laughs> right, so you're married to a white man, you're married to a white woman, and you are angry and like, God damn it, those people, those white, like, how do you, like, you have to measure everything that you say, and if you aren't, mm -hmm. you're an asshole. Yes. If yes. you're like, man, fuck yes. that white motherfucker down there, yes. you're just going yes. in on whiteness, yes. also, and your significant other is white, you're an asshole. If you're telling me you're just speaking your mind and keeping it real, you're, you're an asshole. You're, you're lying. lying. You're lying. You're lying. You're lying. Because I guarantee you, mm -hmm. if I marry a white woman mm -hmm. and she comes in like, you know, that black bitch can't like, hey, <laughs> hold up, sis. <laughs> uh, ally, no. Baby mama, no. Wife, no. I'm gonna need you to change your narrative here. Like that's so uh, hey. <laughs> And I just for me, I just don't like being put in those situations. Yeah. So it's right. like uh right. Right. Uh it's a you know, I don't like being put in those situations. Let me say this. Mm -hmm. Can you find love with somebody else? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's what people miss the boat. Yes. Genuine connection. 
Like, oh, I met this. I went down to this thing and we met and we just talked and yeah, we we went together for a year. Everything was cool. And we got married. But if you're that person mm-hmm. that's like, man, I only date white girls. I only date Asians. Like Donald Glover saying he only dates Cambodians or something. Right, right. And you go, you got to look at that dude. So you got to look at a you dude sideways. Look at sideways. I think he, that's part of one of his stand-up bits when he was before Super Famous. You know, he, he had that whole bit. And I had to give him a question mark. Like, oh, man, you funny. But, you know, eh, eh. it tells me a lot about you when you say those things and when you do those things. Like yeah. I said, it is all political. You don't think there's white men out there who want to marry a black woman and many have been like, ah, politically? I, cannot, I can't do that shit. I can't do it. I can't do it. For the survival of race, for the survival of privilege, for the survival of institution of racism, they all choose for political reasons. And we keep doing the exact opposite and yet keep complaining on all of our woes and listen, I don't yeah okay so here's one thing i do want to talk about Mm -hmm. i find to be like if everyone is being very legitimate about it i feel that there's a lot of objectification i i don't feel like and and i've said this Mm -hmm. i said this to you once right because i've asked you Mm -hmm. like you've seen my habits Mm -hmm. and i asked you like do you think that my love for black women is problematic like what because some go ahead what did you i don't remember my answer i just remember you know upon meeting you that you were so vocal about black women in terms of their looks and how they made you feel and you know the 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 hue just all of the features that make up a black you were just so positively expressive about just how much you loved black women and I had not experienced that before uh-huh. coming from a black man so I ain't gonna lie it threw me off like what like you're like man she's pretty and I would be looking like yeah I think she's pretty but I have not heard a black man be so vocal and use that word with women who aren't stereotypically or societally supposed to be pretty right not light skin not super long hair not thin small boots like it threw me all the way off. So when you asked that question, yeah. and I was like, I don't know, because I've never heard the opposite okay. before. So sitting here today, sitting here today, I don't think that you objectify black women. Okay. I think you see the full range of who black women are, and you appreciate the blackness and the black female, you know, form, mind, thought, like all of it. Like yeah. you do have a full appreciation for the whole package, not just the hue. Yeah, no, 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 the body type, like no, 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 you know, not yeah. like that. So I dated some some circles, I dated <laughs> some pillars, I dated some sticks, I dated it all. Well, you have. I, I, I've seen quite a few, but I'm like, wow, you really, yeah, yeah. you just really be looking like you, you got good conversation. Hey? You got good conversation. <laughs> conversation. Hey, call y'all, let them know. Conversation is the nation. Okay, so JK, let me ask you. Yes. Please. Okay. Where does this go for you? Like listening to the political choice, listening to that people like you. I don't feel that you lose anything. I don't feel that you lose by dating. By, yeah, I don't feel that you. I don't either. I don't feel like I lose a single thing. And I, I actually want to pose that question to you guys: is, is my love for black women problematic? I don't know. Like I've never. I thought would of that think before. that the only thing 
just based off just the comments that I just made, is that the only thing you would always have to be on the lookout for is making sure it wasn't a black woman trying to come in to pull your white privilege in to make her life better. That would be it because again, like if there's women out here who are deliberately choosing not to be with black men so that you don't have black men issues coming in, particularly jobs and stuff, right? Yeah. Higher salaries, then you got to make sure that woman love you for you and she ain't trying to do Janet Jackson or whoever. I, you know, you, you sign your prenup, stay your five years and then you out and you get your check. You get that I check. Don't, I don't know that I've ever run into that but from someone that I've dated extensively. Um, I, I used to make it a point, and I've changed this because it, I, I feel like it, it identified a deficiency in me. Mm -hmm. But I used to only date black women who I was the first white guy they had ever dated. Like, if you have dated mm -hmm. another white guy, I'm like, eh. Mm. That's odd. I'm never heard that. Yeah, me neither. Well, I, I mean, on an extent, it made me feel special, right? Like, oh, I, I was, I was so good at what I did that you created the exception for me. Oh, oh. An, an ego or a oh, security, whatever. That was definitely ego. So I have changed that, but um, what I have not ever done is dated a black woman who only dates white men because I feel like that is as oh. as hypocritical as on my part. Mm -hmm. There, it there is a different connotation from that when you are looking specifically for a white man. I question why. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's but I, I do wanna I do wanna include in this conversation yeah. that if a, my significant other came home and was cussing at white people about all that, I would just literally join in with her. So she would not <laughs> have a problem on that front. Okay. With me. Oh my god. Good job. A way to sell yourself. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. I'm, that's not uh -huh. a sell for me. That's not. What I'm saying is okay. that's how I feel. Oh, with his, his phone number. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not advertising myself. That was my comment on what I feel about whiteness. You know what? Yeah. Problematic. So, <laughs> so you know, I think this is a conversation that never go away. Um, I think it, it's here to stay. I think there's again. This is four, five dimensional. It goes yeah. into the inner eye, goes yeah. into spirit. Yeah. It, it definitely goes into that. But I, I always question anyone um, like about your wokeness because if you're so woke and you believe in blackness, then why don't you? Mm -hmm. Why didn't you invest in blackness? You, you know, I, yeah. I, yeah, that's I, it. That's, it. that's I have lost friends over that question. I have lost friends mm -hmm. over that question. I have, when people are like, oh, I don't like black women, they full of drama, they this, that. I say, is your mama drama? Is your sister mm -hmm. drama? Mm -hmm. Your grandma, your auntie? Mm -hmm. So you just then, you just then discarded right. whole group of people. Right. And, and, and it, it's, it's very funny to me because I always really do believe that. Like, put your your social currency where your mouth is right. you cannot tell me you are all for blackness and the black community and black people what you're telling me is, is that you're truthfully only into it for yourself mm. you want these laws and you want yes. everything to change for you yes you don't want to be harassed mm. you don't want to be killed by police you want the best job you want people to see the content mm -hmm. of your heart mm -hmm. and the character mm -hmm. of your person mm -hmm. 
He don't care about nobody else. And when you really look at that and think of that, you will find that to be very true. That people do not care about everybody else because we wouldn't still have the crabs in the barrel mentality. We would not have it. The Jewish community, like, look at Twitter as a whole and the drag culture. Mm -hmm. Right? The the drag and count, the cancel culture, right? Mm -hmm. The most people that are doing it, you don't see it in the Asian community. You don't see it from the Mexicans. You don't see it from the various other Latino denominations, right? You don't see it from, I said the Jews. You don't see it from anybody else but blacks. Blacks are so quick to drag and cancel one another, but scream Black Lives Matter. Well, how come, you know, my social life doesn't matter? How come my black opinion doesn't matter? How come my black thinking doesn't matter? How come, like, when are we going to get to a place where black people love the entirety of black? Oh, my God. Love the entirety of black, whether it's gay, whether it's straight, whether it's trans, whether it's Republican. Right. Whether it's, like, you know, like, black. Like, he's black. He subscribes black. That's all that he is. Let me respect him just on that. Because I have to build with this person. Right. I got to build with this guy. Some, you don't know it, but one day you're going to have to build with him. So do not come to me. I, I'm sorry, but I don't discard you. Mm-hmm. But I do question right. who you are That's in right. my community. That's right. If you will even invest in me because right. you went home and you invested in somebody else. That's right. You don't invest in me. You won't invest in me. You won't because... You don't want someone whose skin looks like mine. You 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 want to create something better that you think is better. Mm. So like let's if we're gonna have this dialogue about dating, let's have the entirety of dialogue about conversation. Yeah. Why can't we have black conversation without oh he this she that right that, like why right, like because that's not investing in blackness at all at all. And just this week, and just throw we throw each other away at weights, and then you wonder why abortion is the way it is in the black community because we will throw away blackness. And then, you know what? Drag me if you want to. Oh, that analogy, you know, hey, or you could think about what I'm saying and go, hmm, why would he use that analogy? Right. Uh, the value of life. And we're choosing this, and uh, okay. And I would just so quick discard. Like, that applies even to the Azalea conversation. Y'all Absolutely. just quick to be like, "F you, Azalea, you out of here." You out of here. But oh no, 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 no. Donald gets to stay. We like we like what he gives us. Mm-hmm. We like we we, we love Redbone and Cardi too. Oh. Well, she ain't black. We know she doesn't identify, so I don't care for it. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, we love Redbone. Oh, we love Atlanta. Atlanta. Hey, he's playing Rando. <laughs> we gotta love us some Donald G. You know, so you know, talk to me about the entirety of blackness. Not just hip hop uh, culture, not just Christian church folk dogma, not just coins. Let's talk about just regular blackness. Mm-hmm. Do you see her? Do you see me? Do you see Tone? Do you see without giving you anything, without performing for you, without dunking a basketball, do you see me? Man. Do you see me? Because if you see me, mm-hmm. I don't need you to agree with me. That's right. But understand me. Because yes. if you see me, yes. you will understand why I said what right. I said. Yeah. You'll go, right. no, I know I know Ray. Right. I understand why he said that. I understand, you know, and mm-hmm. no, his kids, mm-hmm. you know, I I my daughter is in the, the uh, office right now. <laughs> my my thirteen year old is in the office right now. Mm-hmm. 
and she's a crisp golden brown. She's like a perfect piece of chicken. Simone is like the perfect piece of chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fried. Okay. Perfectly. Okay. Anything else? No. no. I would like some fried chicken now. Okay, Jayco. <laughs> I just, I, I would like to just sort of emphasize that point that you just made about yeah. the entirety of blackness is should be a concentration in the community versus trying to attack every little thing that you don't like about one person or the other. Yeah. And it's it it would be able to manifest itself better if like we discuss more that we are that, that as the black community you guys would divest from whiteness mm-hmm. and invest more into blackness. Yeah. Oof. Well, I'm gonna tell you. Let me let me be very clear in saying this. Let me be very clear. Uh, I'm not coming home to no white man. Okay, I get with a white woman, and I have I create a a, a son. Mm-hmm. And due to my the way my DNA is set up, mm-hmm. let's be very real. The way my DNA is set up, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, okay. he's gonna be white. <laughs> Yep. Okay. Yeah. It's phenotype. Yeah. I'm not coming home to know. Imagine, imagine me, imagine me, 12, 13, 14, 15. Oh, no. Some white man in my house disrespecting me, talking reckless to me, and I got to deal with this in the outside world and come home and have some goddamn honky ass cracker talking crazy to me in my house. In my own house! Listen, can I be honest? It's a huge no for me with choosing somebody to have kids with. I will not go home to some white woman. <laughs> what am I kidding? You? I'm not kidding. Hey, wait, you? Who <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, it is? <laughs> yeah, she's too happy today. Mm-hmm. She's napping too. Yeah, come get, <laughs> come get her black ass and leave me and my father. Yeah, yeah. We're ready. It's time. It's time for her to get her black ass out. Thank you. Can you stay off the grass? (laughs) So, yeah. We will never let you date a white man. (laughs) Ever. A white me. That is so funny. I gotta write that down. That's... Alright, well, uh, that has been the Fifth College Network Sunday edition, ladies and gentlemen. I'm the Revolution. This is Trust Lady. It's J. Cole. Please make sure that you share this. You like it. You subscribe to our Facebook. Go if, if you're not even on Facebook right now and you're on YouTube, make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you give us a thumbs up. Make sure that you share that link if you found this to be entertaining or you hated it. Leave a comment. Thank you all. There's other comments in here. Obviously, we've been, oh, on, we've been conditioned for self-hate for way too long. Absolutely, sir. Uh, speak, Ray, speak. Okay, I effing love FCN. Best topics, awesome dialogue, awesome most. Thank you. As Selena says, chicken and yes, chicken. Um, let's see. Make sure that you follow us on Twitter, uh, Instagram, and just everything. Go to our website. Yes. The website. Go to the website, thefifthcolornetwork.com, where you can find each and every episode on demand. You can go down the rabbit hole of these weirdos, <laughs> these white nerds, and 
listen to it, watch everything, then make sure that you go on to iTunes and find FCN, the Sunday edition, on iTunes. Ladies and gentlemen, we are on iTunes. Yes. You can listen, you can drive, you can do your, uh, find your chicken, you can uh, date your white man, you can uh, swipe right on Tinder <laughs> for your white woman or your Asian. Uh, and listen, you don't even have to stop doing it. And you can do all of this from the comfort of your own home and phone. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching. I hope you enjoyed. If not, I would love that better. Send me all your hate and vitriol too at The Revolution on all social media platforms. And so I can come for you and find out where your mama is and give her the what's what. Oh my God. Okay. Wrap up. Clear. <laughs>